Hey, everybody. Hey, it's, it's us. Um, before we get into this podcast, we just want to let you know um, this movie has a lot of twists and turns and spoils in it. And for that, we would like for you as a good listener to not listen to this if you've not seen the movie. Well, yet. you can listen to the first part, but once you get to the trailer, listen to the trailer, see the movie, and then stop. Because yeah. we it, it launches pretty quickly into spoilerific area. Yeah, we don't wanna we don't wanna ruin it by telling you what we thought of the movie yet or anything, but just know that this is one of the movies that we're gonna tell you to definitely see before having it spoiled, because there's a lot of things that you don't won't see coming and blah blah blah. The trailer and the marketing campaign is amazing for this movie and it it should be seen without knowing what we say about it. Having said that, here's our regularly scheduled programming. My name is Garrett. I'm Mike. And Dicks. And Dicks. Oh, I don't know. All right. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. Hey, I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be, be good. good. Uh, it will be. Yeah, this, this is the podcast you all, you you know and you love it. Uh, we, uh, Garrett and I uh, sit and we, we preview a movie before seeing it, and then we review it after seeing it. You get it all in one. All, you, don't gotta, you don't gotta switch podcasts or anything. You, you hear what we think about it before. I'm going to tell you about it afterwards. Wow, that was wonderfully put. <laughs> Thank you. W- wouldn't that be terrible if it was two different podcasts? Like the first one is us previewing it, ones, and then yeah. you have to go to another. That'd be a lot of work. That'd be for, this is for us, too. This, yeah. This is too much work. Um, this week, we're watching the... Uh, John the, Cho vehicle. The critically acclaimed Sur- John Cho vehicle, yeah. Searching. Um, People are loving it. Yeah, uh, this movie um, kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, it's from the... Uh, why are you saying uh so much? Because you're tired. <laughs> it's directed by uh, Anish Kaganti. Oh, boy. I should have Googled how to pronounce that before I read it. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this today. We don't do any research before <laughs> these episodes. I do a little bit of research. Oh, I, always, I have an outline of what, what oh, we're going to talk do? about. Oh, okay. I um, don't. I just come in with... I know a little bit. You're like the color commentary. I'm like the play-by-play. You're the color commentary. Hey, that's racist. It, sure. <laughs> color commentary. Anish Kaganti. We're just going to say it's Kaganti. Um, he does not have a ton of directing credits under his belt. Um, he's got eight total credits, searching being his largest one. Um, he's come from a background of a lot of short films. Um, and like I said, this is his first feature-length film. Good. They're taking a shot. Um, yeah. I, I do love that about this year in movies. This yeah, year and last year. This has been a great year like, for They're taking filmmakers. a lot of shots. And great, because they're paying off. Like, all these movies that are uh, coming out from someone who you've never heard of, like, it, doing really well in the box office. Yeah, that's a good thing. I've, I think a lot of people um, recently have been get, suffering from sequel fatigue. And luckily this year, not only has this been one of the largest... Uh, money-making years in Hollywood history. Yes. But you've got a wealth of original content that's been making really good money. Crazy Rich Asians, uh, Sorry to Bother You, Searching has, this is first weekend, so we don't, it hasn't made a ton of money yet, but it's also in limited release. It's getting um, really good reviews, though. But yeah, it's just a lot of really good, critically acclaimed films that are original projects, and it's, it's a great year to start doing this podcast, because we've actually had the opportunity to do a lot of good movies. Yes. Um, this movie... Uh, the plot is, after a 16-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. Now, the unique angle of this film is that it's mostly shot from the perspective of John Cho's character's daughter's laptop. 
Um, so it's, uh, there are scenes that are away from the laptop, um, but the majority of the film is shot from just screens. So yeah. cell phones, laptops. Um, this has been done a couple times before, not to great well, success. Well, like what, Unfriended? Unfriended. Um, which unfriended, I never saw. The people, uh, uh, I did some research by listening to an, an interview actually with John Tron, the director. Um, I never saw Unfriended either because it looked like crap. Um, it, it didn't do super well at the box office. It was kind of middle of the road critically. And there's a sequel coming out, Unfriended Dark Web. Woo! Yeah. But um, the creators of Unfriended actually approached the director of this film about this movie. Oh. They first approached him about making the sequel, uh, Unfriended Dark Web. Yeah. He said, no, that sounds stupid. Literally <laughs> when he said it in the interview. He said, why would anybody want to see that movie? He said, I have no interest in making a sequel to that film. And then apparently he and his screenwriter, screenwriting partner, um, uh, Sev Ohanian, um, came up with essentially the first act of this film and then thought, well, this would be a good way to use the the that medium of camera yeah. uh, technology. And then they built the film around it. And then John Cho came aboard because um, Anish Kaganti is a huge John Cho fan. Uh, interesting interview, too, that I heard with Anish geeking out when he first got John Cho on the phone because uh, John Cho was his first choice to be in this movie. Yeah. And uh, his agent, you know, set up the phone call. And he said, when John Cho answered, I had to suppress the need to go, oh my God, it's John Cho. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy was a big fan of John Cho, and it's awesome that they decided to work together. John Cho's agent told him uh, not to do this movie, uh, yeah. because on paper, this seems like a terrible concept. Like on paper, the idea of like a gimmicky film that's shot from the perspective of this yeah. is just... But it's a good story at the heart of it, and I think that's what should make someone want to jump on board. That's what drew John Cho in, was yeah. uh, he really enjoyed the story and the, the story of the father pursuing um, yes. his, his missing daughter. A um, couple more behind-the-scenes thing. This film took two years to edit. Makes sense. Uh, and the problem you run into with a film taking two years to edit, especially when a film is based so heavily around technology, is technology moves so fast. Yeah, it could become outdated. It could become outdated. So they had to constantly like update the technology they were using in the film oh, while they were editing. Oh, wow. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Garrett, that's my, my behind the scenes, my research I did, my behind the scenes cool, stuff. Cool, that's good. Um, oh, also, uh, this film won, uh, crap, I had, it, I had it pulled up, I had it pulled up, here it is, it's coming, don't worry, the Alfred P. Sloan Feature Film Prize winner at Sundance this past year. Wow. Yeah, which is a big deal. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what Sundance is, if you listen to this podcast, I think you might know what Sundance is. If you don't, Sundance is the largest international film festival in the world. Sundance, Cannes, that's yeah. another one too. Um, uh, Sundance is essentially where, if you see all these movies that kind of come out of nowhere, and you hear the term indie darling, most of the time, they've come from winning awards at Sundance. Um, I, I would love... I, tell me what you think about this. I want to do a bit about this. Comedy bit. Comedy riffing. Comedy. Get your butts ready. Uh, so every every movie that comes out, like Sundance and Cannes, like all these uh, movies that get shown at these festivals, uh, they always say either people walked out or uh, it got a uh, insert minute here standing ovation. Yeah. I find that hilarious. <laughs> the uh, like uh, Quentin Tarantino's new movie premiered to a 17-minute standing ovation. I'm like, who starts counting? Who clocks the minute standing ovation? Who also, it's like, who starts the ovation? Do they just wait through the credits? Like, are they like, oh, the credits were 17 minutes long, and they just clap during the credits? Like, is that right. something that happens? And I just love the idea that the the last guy to stop the ovation. Ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, I could have got 20 minutes on this, that one. This jackass just stopped clapping for no reason. But, like, I don't know how to set that up to make people care. I, there's just something funny to me. Like, the idea of 
clapping and standing at a movie. For that long, too. For that long, yeah. I mean, I've clapped, I think, maybe twice at the end of a movie. I've never stood up. <laughs> no. It may be, it may be the, the atmosphere of, of a film festival. It could be. You're surrounded by all these film lovers, and they all, you know, they're I, all passionate and stuff. I would love, like, if they had Sundance at the time of Gone with the Wind, would there be a four-hour standing ovation? It just matches how <laughs> long the movie long was. It's funny. Think about. It. I always imagine too. Uh, whatever I imagine going to a thing like Sundance, which I'm sure one day we'll be able to go to one of these things. I imagine that everybody there is as passionate about movies as you are. Oh, and like, could you imagine sitting in a theater with like 200 people just as passionate as you? Got probably not. <laughs> that sounds terrible. 400 just, me's. Just so angry and or happy yeah. and just feeling all the emotion. I think it'd be a great experience. I think so too. Um, Unless Harvey Weinstein's there. Wow, that he's hiding behind a fight, he's jerking off into it. Uh, Garrett, what do you think of this movie? What, do you, what, do you, what expectations do you have? I'm excited. I think it's, a, other than the, the unfriended thing, I think it's an original concept. Um, boo. I, I'm just excited. I like horror movies, but I don't think this one will be. It was kind of like... Um, built as a thriller. It was built as a thriller, for sure. Uh and from the trailer, it seems kind of horror-ish, like jump scares, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm just very excited. I like John Cho a lot. And yeah, John Cho's awesome, and he's never really had his own vehicle before. Uh, yeah. Harold Kumar was obviously, he shared it with him. Um, and Cal Penn. Cal Penn. Uh, and then he, he was great in Star Trek. He yep. really got a lot to shine in the last Star Trek. Into Darkness was the last one? No, uh, Beyond. Beyond. He, had a lot, he got a lot of room to grow in that one. Uh, there was really three major plot points in Star Trek Beyond, and he was one of the three. Um, so I'm glad to see him. I think he's just a great actor. I think like, so too. He, I'm glad he's in this movie. I'm glad he gets his own vehicle. I'm glad uh, we've said vehicle five times. Yep. During this podcast, um, I don't know. It just looks. It looks. I'm glad we're going to see another critically acclaimed film again. Uh, yes. The last couple of movies we've seen obviously haven't been amazing. Oh, Happy um, Time Murders. I still think about that one. I get nightmares about it. Um, God, that movie was bad. But yeah, this movie's currently sitting at a, a 91% of Rotten Tomatoes, um, a 71 Metascore, 7.9 in IMDb. Uh, so it's looking to be a real showstopper. I'm excited. Um, oh, so there are scenes that take place away from computer screen. I didn't. Um, I didn't know that. When you said that, I didn't know that. Yeah, there are. Um, I don't, obviously I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what they are or how many there are or how long they are. But the director did mention that most of the movie takes place behind screens, but some of it doesn't. Okay. Um, or some of it is shot from different screens, something like that. But do you think uh, the gimmick of the screens will wear thin? Do you think it'll become unnoticeable? Like it'll just blend in with the movie? How do you think? I think it'll be unnoticeable. I think if you spend two years editing a movie, you're gonna you're gonna focus on. Uh, the idea of making it not be boring. I feel like if it becomes like, oh, Jesus Christ, it'll be boring, and mm. I don't think it's going to be boring. Um, I don't know. What about you? What do you think? Um, I think I think I agree with you. I think it'll be handled well. I think it'll help immerse us into what's going on. I think the idea is to feel like John Cho in the movie. Like yes. The, and I think that it'll work on that. I mean, we've seen a lot of movies that are really uniquely shot. Um, Hardcore Henry springs to mind. Um, Love Hardcore Henry. And a movie like that was, uh, it took a second to get to get comfortable with the presentation. Yes. Yep. But once you did, you were along for the ride. So I think there may be like maybe a couple, five minutes, the first five minutes of the film, will be getting us comfortable with watching the movie this way. Yep. And then once, my problem I think might run into is when it does shift from that laptop screen to another screen, 
will that change? Like, will it be jarring? Will it be smooth? Well, it'll probably happen, but like, it'll be like a, a face conversation between like a Skype or something like that. It'll be a conversation between two people and you'll just go from one person's screen to the other. So you'll have John Cho in the big screen and then you'll have him in the smaller screen talking to someone else. And sure. I'm sure that'll be the transition between. And then when it happens again, it won't be weird. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're, I think we've, any final thoughts before I do a little bit of housekeeping? Uh, I think this will be, I, I just want to, because like the trailer is obviously bringing up all these questions and the movie will answer it. Um, just very excited to see what happens. I want to know what happened to his daughter. I didn't know my daughter. Like that's the whole thing of the trailer, which you guys will hear if you haven't heard it already. But uh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I think excited that the, to see what happens. I think that it's a it's a very timely movie because, and this even I, I even see this happen with my daughter because my daughter is really into technology right now. She's always on Snapchat. And she has favorite YouTubers and stuff, and she's seven. So I think the idea that like you think you know your child until you find out that they have this secret life online is something that every parent struggles with right now. Yeah. Uh, especially because it's so easy for children to just be connected all the time. Yeah. So you have no idea what they're doing, and then all of a sudden you go dig it in and then you're like oh well, shit they were doing this and they were here and they were I thought they were this place last night but they were over there yep. so I think I think my dad fears are going to come into play watching this movie oh no I'm just going to be like what's my daughter doing right now oh my god uh, but I think that's the point of the movie is well if to, you want to text her during the movie I don't care that's I won't fine. I won't She she's really slow at texting she just learned how to read last year <laughs> what uh, you're joking right that she just learned how to read last year yeah she's seven I mean, she just learned how to... I mean, she didn't just learn how to read last year, but oh, she just okay. got good at it last oh, year. Oh, okay, I got you. Like, she can read books now, but, like, last year she could struggle through them. Oh, okay. Yeah, now she... Uh, it's weird. It's weird fucking seeing a kid evolve like that. Yeah. It's Because it's like, it's like you, fucking, you can fucking read? And then it's even weirder when it's, like, a teacher teaches your kid that, and you're like, I didn't teach you onomatopoeia. How do you know How do you know that a caterpillar turns into a chrysalis and not a cocoon? How do you know these things? Like, yeah. it's just... I didn't know that. You I know that like, caterpillars turn into chrysalis, not cocoons. Moths turn into, into cocoons. Excuse me. When There's a caterpillar a turns into a moth, it goes into a cocoon. When it turns into a butterfly, it goes into a chrysalis. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't either. I thought they were like just kind of uh, synonyms. Nope. Completely different things. Did I use synonym right? You did. Two words with the same meaning? Two yeah. different words with the same meaning? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, homonym is the opposite. Two similar words with different meanings. To, uh, yeah, they Spell sound the same. They sound, sound the same, but different meanings. Yep. Um, no, no, it's the same spelling, but different meanings. Like caliber. Oh. Caliber could, like, I, I'm using the, the Austin worst. Powers example. Oh, okay. When he talks about those are girls of high caliber, referring to both the chamber sizes of their guns and their spirit. Oh. Homonym. <laughs> That's, okay, I got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, synonym is, you were correct with synonym. It's uh, two. Anyway, we already said it. Yep. But yeah, no, it's it's weird. It's Don't weird. even talk about antonym. It's weird shit like that because it's like, um, one, I'm sure at one point in both our lives we had learned that. Yeah. But we don't know it now because we've had so much fucking knowledge shoved in there. Yeah. And then your kid dropped. Well, that's the first time my kid's ever corrected me and been correct. Wow. Because like, I was like, oh, it's a little cuckoo. She's like, actually, it's a chrysalis. And then I, instead of immediately being like, I'm an adult, I know what I'm talking about, I was like, I pull up my phone and Google it. And I was like, "Fuck, she's fucking right." That is a great. <laughs> I think that is a great thing about technology is that uh, it does give you the option to be like, "Hold on, I think I'm wrong." Yeah. Because when someone corrects you, um, and then you can look it up and then find out the actual uh, thing. But a lot of people <laughs> don't fucking do that. Nah, they don't give a shit. And they're idiots. So. Uh, yeah, Garrett, rating going in. Um. 
I think I'll if the twist really pays off I or if there is a twist I mean however it unfolds I think if it really pays off it's gonna be a nine for me but uh, I'm apprehensive I just hope that it's good uh, I'm gonna give it a seven seven MacBook pros out of ten I um I think it's gonna be good I think it's one of those movies where I'm gonna set the bar kind of low and then hope it exceeds my expectations yeah. Because um, I'm not as excited about it as you are. I'm, I'm excited about it. It seems like a good movie. But it just kind of popped up on my radar like yeah, a month yeah. ago. Um, so I'm going to give it uh, seven and a half uh, aim away messages. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, I missed those. Also, uh, before we go to break, before we go to the old tra- uh, the trailer, don't forget, like us on wherever you listen to. Subscribe to us. Uh, we're on Stitcher now, so you can go and download us on Stitcher. Boom. Also, I was brought to my attention that our our podcast was not available to download on SoundCloud, and that was my mistake. Yeah, you got to click I, it. I enabled it now, so yeah. you can download all of our stuff anywhere you want. iTunes still. I'm still working on Google Play. That's fucking being weird. Oh, it's um, not that hard. I think I can help with that. I've tried it, man. It's got some weird stuff that's like... I'll, well, well carrots on there. Um, also, uh, our fan page. Like our fan page. Uh, we're up to 285 likes. I saw that. Page. That's great. Um, so, yeah. So, people uh, listen to us and... And we like that. And if you have anything cool to say about us, go ahead and leave us a review. Recommend us to your friends. Yep. So we can... I mean, we're going to keep doing this no matter fucking what. We just like to know that people are listening. Agreed. Give us movie suggestions and stuff like that. There's some good movies coming up. We're getting into awards season mm-hmm. um, in a couple months. So that's exciting. There's, there's going to be opportunities where we're going to have two movies we both want to see and not be able to pick. And that's when you guys will come in and we'll throw it up on the fan page and ask you to choose and you can vote and be a part of the process. That's right. Maybe, yeah. maybe you can come see a movie with us or something. We'll yeah. figure it out. At one point, we're going to do like a live show or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Garrett Elsinga. I'm Mike Logan, and this we haven't figured out Enjoy yet. Enjoy this trailer. Yeah. Wake up, Daddy, wake up! Hey, Dad. Hey, sweetheart. Where are you? Study group. I'm gonna go all night. Oh, one more thing. I want to know Dad. about the final you t- took today. Student. 911, what's your emergency? I'm calling to report a missing person. Okay, who is this regarding? My daughter. I'm the detective assigned to your daughter's case. I need to know how everything unfolded. Understood. I think we're gonna go late, like, all night. One, after a study session, Margot didn't return home. Margot Kim. School has her marked as absent today. Two, she didn't attend school on Friday. My daughter is in a lesson with you right now. Margot canceled her classes six months ago. And three, she's been transferring funds for the last six months. We'll handle the ground investigation, but as a parent, you can help us with who your daughter talks to. Is that something you can do? Yes. Do you mind answering some questions for me to help? Did Sierra eat lunch alone? On Thursday? Every day. You don't think she's involved with anything serious? I know my daughter. We're not really that close. She has friends, right? Kind of. Why did you invite her to study group? Trying to get into Berkeley next year. 
When was the last time you saw her? She did not run away. Local team has been missing since last Thursday. She made a transaction of $2,500. I know my daughter. Where were you the night my daughter went missing? I know my daughter. Look into her behavior also. She gets a fake ID. I know my daughter. This is her keychain. She was my best friend. You broke his jaw. I know my daughter. I'm trying to help you find my daughter. I didn't know her. I didn't know my daughter. Welcome back, everybody. Um, uh, searching. Searching, yeah. We're, you were just uh, searching for uh, uh, words. <laughs> Are you okay? I feel like... Threw uh, me off. Like I threw me off. All right. Um, we just uh, chatted with a gentleman who... Uh, is going to go see this movie. going to go see this movie. And so we asked if he was allowed to be on our podcast. And we told him we were going to talk about this movie. And now he's, he's gone because yeah, he doesn't want to get it spoiled. We don't want to blow it for him. Yeah, he's going to make it. But we're going to blow it for you guys. Yeah, guys. Uh... That movie uh, really makes you hate the internet. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I hate the internet. Oh man, I hate the internet. I hate the police. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's just such a great statement to how reactionary this culture is right now. Yeah, it's we're gonna so... we're gonna tread lightly with spoiler free because there are a lot of spoilers in this movie. Yeah. That we don't want to give away. So, um, Garrett, what'd you think? Loved it. Thought it was great. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> no, it was great. I mean, it it, it really did have. Um, it was all through the screens, yeah. the whole every every scene. Yeah, and it it didn't it didn't uh, wear thin on me the whole time. I was interested. I was like, oh, what's it? Like it got more interesting. They kept it coming did. up with interesting ways to do yes. it though, as the movie went on. Yeah, that was it. Was fantastic. Yeah, it got to the point where um, where they would they would go to another scene. They'd set up that he's going to do another scene, and your first thought is, well, how are they going to shoot this? And you just wanted to know how they were going to shoot different scenes. And they found ways to shoot every scene yep. so that you felt like you were involved and it still felt like you're watching a movie. It was very good. That movie was a thriller. Ooh, that was a thriller. Thriller. I mean, that was a, a thriller through and through. Like, despite the, all the trappings of it being filled with all this new technology, that is a bare-bones, by-the-book thriller. And I mean that in the biggest compliment possible. Yeah. Like, it does everything right that a thriller does. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. You don't know what's coming from where. It introduced different things that were, like, kind of, oh, my God, is this it? And then it's yeah. like, well, is it? You is had it a like, lot of, oh you had God. a couple of aha moments where you're just yeah. like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> it was. I even found myself being the kind of theater goer that we hate when I, I won't spoil it, but there's a scene where there's a big reveal, and it happens, and then I leaned over to you and told you the reveal like you didn't already. Yeah, I just saw it. <laughs> and I think the part of the problem was I was so, one, I was so shocked at how well it was done that I was like, I have to say this out loud for yeah. it to like make sense. Like that was oh, really. Oh, we got good. some. Hold on, we got some birds going by. Oh, the ducks fly together, right? Why are they? Are those they, are geese. They're flying north, right? Um, that's north. North is. That's northwest, right? North is that way. Yeah, but well, so they're flying west. Birds don't fly west. Huh, they're stupid. Yeah, you ever see ducks or birds just flying, and you're like, you guys are going the wrong way. You ever see when they just all just swoop yeah, in different they directions? Yeah, they all swoop together. Shit. I'm like, oh, those are bats. No, yeah. those are blackbirds. Those are stupid birds. Um, but yeah, that movie was oh, just... There's one. The opposite... Oh, uh, Seagull. Seagull, he's stupid. He's never leaving. Um, <laughs> he's never leaving this park They don't lot. leave. Fucking seagulls. Uh, what do you think of John Cho? Great. Yeah. I want him to be my dad. Oh, yeah, he was... <laughs> <laughs> Just hack into all my shit and find uh, out my mysteries. He was very good at hacking. Like, yeah, he, well, I mean, what he was doing wasn't that hard. I mean, that's what the equivalent of hacking is nowadays, anyway. I mean, uh, 
just and finding that, someone's password. That's really all hacking. Well, is. just resetting someone's password. Yeah, I mean, and getting their other. People think movies give a misconception that hacking is this thing where you gotta open up back doors and slide in the virus and order. It's just fucking figuring out passwords. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, ninety percent of hacking is just figuring out passwords. There is a ten percent where it's like HTML and like reformatting and coding. But you know, for the majority of actual hacking, just find out a fucking password. That's all you gotta do. Yep. Um, now you know how to hack shit, people. Um, but no, John Cho was oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, he really handled like he, he felt like a father. He he felt like that felt like a real family. Like and yeah. the help with the way they established it, the opening of the film. Opening is, the film is yeah. all these like video clips. Like they're a very tech savvy family. And so the opening of the film is all these is chronological. They start with an Atari. No, I'm yes. kidding. They start, I'm they, totally kidding. They start with a giant the Whopper from War Games. Oh boy. <laughs> um, no, it's um. It chronologizes the life of the daughter. Essentially, that's you. The screen, the movie opens with the sound of dialogue, and then it takes us through technology from when the daughter was born in 1995 all the way up until 2017, where the, the year the movie is set in. Um, and it shows things like you know, like them uh, setting up the computer for the first time, the daughter getting on AIM, which I said before the break, the yep. AIM message. Um, them setting up their Facebook for the first time, setting up their emails. It was really well done, and you felt like you grew with them as the family. Um, and then they introduced some things that it's really hard to not spoil things. I um, know. Yeah, we might be done with spoiler free. Well, but yeah, I is think. There but anything I, else? That well, you know? I just want to finish that thought. It's just they really established the family unit very well right the, out the gate. I compare. I compare it to. Um, how you gain sympathy for the old man and up yeah, with their opening was, credit scene, I was like, gonna say that. where it chronicles a whole life. And that kind of that kind of was a spoiler, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, that's why I didn't say <laughs> it. That's why I didn't say it. Well, but yeah, it was very good. You felt like you felt for John Cho. It was emotional because is she not wearing shoes? She is. They're okay, just very thin. thin. Oh, that's a butter. I like pale girls. Is that weird? Um, Jesus, you can cut that out. Uh, I won't. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll keep it in there. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Oh, we start getting fan mail from Pale Chicks. <laughs> Julianne Moore is just like, ooh, I'm right up your anal. Actually, have you seen Kingman 2? Um, yes, and I hated you in it. You didn't like her, yeah. I thought she was great. Anyway, but no, so John Cho was fantastic. Give that man some recognition for this movie. It was very He's good. real good. Now, Spoiler Free is done, because it's very hard to not... There's a lot of things in this movie. We're gonna, this may be the longest podcast we've ever done, because there's a lot going on. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Garrett, Spoiler-tastic... Now, what do you think of that movie? Spoilers galore. It's going to be the same as I said. Like, well, I didn't guess fully of what the twist was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I knew, like, the movie peppers in some things. It's not really pepper. It's kind of like... Um, they misdirect you a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of misdirection. Yeah. and But, well, like, you're going with the... Um, craziness of like losing your daughter so mm-hmm. John Cho all the stuff he's doing he's very reactionary he's very instant uh, takes some takes some uh, you know liberties and like uh, harassing leads and stuff like that um, but mainly because the person who did all this stuff is the one that's feeding him this you know, crazy idea of, like your, your daughter yeah. ran away she plays him like a, like a fiddle yeah she um, really does to throw the scent off of the uh, you know who yeah. actually did it what a, a great fucking twist so yeah so the movie, we told you what it's about. There's two parts in the movie where you think, well, there's three parts where you think you find out what happened. Um, one time you actually find out. One time is a very good misdirect. And the other time is part of the actual villain's plan. Yeah. Um, the first time you think that John Cho's brother, who's been established in the film already, 
did something bad to yeah, his like, daughter. Fucking his daughter. And I bought it. Like I was I in. I bought it too. I was in, man. I was like, I was like, oh, his fucking brother. Because like they've got these text messages between each other. The nights that close to when she went missing. It was like incest. I was yeah, like, what it the really fuck? seemed like it. They made it. They really made it seem like his brother was having an was was having sex with his daughter. Yeah. Um. But in reality, he was just her drug dealer. Uh. But the way they text each other. Really made it seem like they were fucking. Because yep. they just kept saying things like, you know, don't tell your father. It's if so he found, weird. Yeah, if he finds yeah. out, he's going to murder us. Like, you're reading these things as John Cho is. And then you think that he killed, he fucked her and then killed her? I don't and know if like, I thought that. I, I don't think I thought that. I thought that she he was hiding her somewhere. Like, I oh, thought I she. I didn't think that's I thought was. she ran away and ran to his place. I thought he killed her. Like, yeah. I mean, legitimately, I was just like, well, you. I guess, like, the mystery was going to break or something, and then you killed her, and. I don't know. It's very, it's very interesting. And then he yeah. brought up. It's funny how like uh, when he brought it up to him, he put. So what he does uh, is he places like a bunch of hidden cameras around his house, and then he starts um, asking him questions about like when's the last time you saw her. And then he's like very, oh I don't know, I don't know. And yeah, it's he's like, looking real dude, guilty. you can let the pot thing out now. Like, and then he the full, word is he that, full blown Chris Hansen's him when he yeah, starts reading he his text messages. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then, so that gets cleared up. And then this detective, played by um, uh, Deborah, Messing. Deborah Messing, who was assigned, or so we thought, to his case to help find his missing daughter, she leads the investigation, and she calls him, and she says, you know, we found him, we got him, and then you think, okay, fine. And this was the most plausible thing to me, that it was just a random dude. Because yep. I'm like, that's totally plausible. That makes sense. Like that That's happens what happens all the, all time. the time. And she makes it seem as though uh, a random man abducted her, Slept with her, and raped her, and killed her. But, yeah, slept and raped. I, a little yeah, different. Yeah, I changed it to rape because uh, he raped her. Or but, but then, I, you didn't, but I recognized the guy's face. I was like, oh, yeah. that's the guy from a picture that was showed earlier of how Deborah Messing's character started, like, a rehab um, construction team or whatever. Like, of all these, For, like, like, past con- convicts. convicts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, that's the guy from that thing. So she clearly is in on it. And I'm like, well, she must have put the guy up to it and then killed him or something. Yeah, then- so I didn't I didn't put together that the guy was... They showed a quick picture of Deborah Messing as the police officer. Um, it was a news clipping article when John Cho was trying to research the detective on his daughter's case. Yep. He went through all of her social media history. There was an article about her creating um, jobs for ex-convicts. And this ex-convict was in that picture... If you remembered it the rest of the movie, then you noticed immediately when the guy uploaded a confession video of himself supposedly killing the daughter, yep. uh, Garrett picked up on the fact that it was the guy from earlier in the picture. I didn't. And they, they announced continually, continually, well, it's because all white people look the same. Uh, they, annu- <laughs> they announced continually in this movie, like in news footage, where uh, like the daughter's dead. And every time they said it, I'm like, please don't be dead. I just want her to live. I wanted to be alive. Yeah. And the whole time. You needed some feel good at the end of that movie. Oh, my God. It was so heart-wrenching. Yeah. Um, Ugh. But so then you end up finding out that Deborah Messing's character, Detective Vic is her name. You find out that her son accidentally thought, well, thought that he accidentally killed John Cho's daughter named Margot. Um, and then Deborah Messing, Dr. Vic, <laughs> Detective Vic, Dr. helped Vic. cover it up. And so this whole thing, everything is set in motion by... By the way, she's very good at covering things up. Yeah, she is. Sounds like um, her name should be Michael Vick. Oh, he didn't cover anything up. <laughs> he did for a while. Well, it wasn't. people just didn't know about it. He didn't cover it up. Someone just oh. found out about it. Um, but yeah, so then you find out that she orchestrated this whole thing to make it seem as though his daughter ran away. and then she, Well, she did. Well, she was running away. No, no, she wasn't. She was going to pay him back. That's right. She, no, he uh, was going to pay her back. Well, yeah, they, she, they were supposed to be meeting up. Well, she was just no. She was just going to smoke pot. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. Because if they just met up, then why would she run away? Yeah, yeah. So, so he, she had no idea. He, and then that's the thing too is like when you see the surveillance footage again later, you're like, oh, there is a car following her. Yeah. No one picked up on that. Oh my God. Like, and that's the thing you'll. Pick well, no up one on picked up on it because the because lead she investigator didn't was the tell one. you to pick <laughs> yeah. up on it. Exactly. Fucking bitch. Yeah. So then. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the whole thing is um, she's going to smoke pot in the car because that's the thing that she's hiding from her dad. And she is compiling all this money to give to this person that she thinks is someone that she sees on this uh, chat website. Yeah, I forgot to mention Detective Vic's son is essentially catfishing Margot. Yes, yeah. Um, and so she comes up with, he as, as a woman, comes up with this, becomes best friends with her over six months online. And then um, comes up with a story about like how his mom has cancer, and he says he can't afford the bills. Says he can't afford the bills, and then um, she takes it upon herself because she's a very nice girl to just take the money that her father would be giving her for piano lessons yeah. and give it to who she thought was a girl online whose yeah. mother was going through cancer. And then when she goes to uh, when he realizes that you know he's gone too far, the kid does. He tries to give it back to her. For some reason, like an idiot, he ambushes her in her car. Yeah, gets in the car. She starts hitting him. He pushes her over a cliff. But. But she doesn't die. No, alas, she is not dead. But we don't find that out until like the last couple seconds um, where she uh, is. It's in her confession video. And she says. Doctor uh, or Detective uh, Vic's <laughs> uh, confession video. Yes. Um, which is interesting because it's like a week ago she was charged and then they're, they were moving her from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was in the car with him, right? Yeah. He was in the front seat. That's a little interesting, isn't it? That they would put him in the front seat with her? That they would put... Yeah. Um, I don't know much about like that kind of protocol, but it doesn't seem that far-fetched. But it's like uh, a week... So she. it seems like... I don't know. I'll have to watch it again because, like, the thing gets a little muddled. It's not as bad as Sicario Day of the Soldado with the timing thing or whatever. But so the timing, how I understand it, is she gets arrested at mm -hmm. the wake, mm -hmm. uh, funeral, whatever. She gets the arrested. Memorial service. Vigil. Uh, vigil. Visual. Vigil. Ah, sounds a little different. But uh, homophone. Homophone? <laughs> <laughs> Callback. Homophone. Uh, Homonym. Well, homophone is a thing where they. It's homophone two, is. Yeah. Oh, I never heard of that one. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's where two word homophone is a uh, two words sound the same but are different. Huh. Like steak and steak. Like vigil and visual. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Those don't sound like the same. Like ste steak and steak for yeah, sure. Okay. Uh. So, so the timeline. Yeah, the timeline. So uh, she's arrested at the vigil, mm -hmm. and then he gets in the car, I guess, mm -hmm. and then. She says that she would be dead because uh, five days without water mm -hmm. at the and, and at the bottom of the cliff. And then he said, well, it would be two days because it rained. And then so they turn the car around and then go find her or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then when she's doing her confession. Mm -hmm. uh, which is a week later. Yeah, which is a week later. We're learning all that stuff, you know, as it's going on. So yeah. it's, I, I guess it's just her recapping. Yeah. I mean, to make just, it exciting in the story. Yeah, the news story is all still, like, the yeah. day that that's happening. It's yeah. just that we see her in a confession. So that. Uh, which is how long it would take for that to, for like, sure. for due process to work and shit. Uh, judicial system. Um, so, yeah, so Garrett, uh, we've talked about the plot and stuff. Um, anything else you want to glean on? Um... 16 is how old the girl was, 15, right? 15, going to be 16. Yeah. That's what she said. Interesting. Why? I'm she so, looked older? Yeah. yeah I can't did, tell did, yeah. how old anybody is anymore. She um, she looked 
She looked like if you were somebody who couldn't tell ages would pass for 15. Yeah. But, like, she definitely looked like 19 or 20. Yeah. Um, or 24. Constance Wu is, like, 75 years old, and Constance she looks Wu. like she's <laughs> fucking 18. Let's think about it. Somebody, somebody has a joke about how Asian people age. Uh, Jackie has one. Jackie, my girlfriend, she has one about... She's Asian, by the way. But she has a joke about how... Uh, Asian people are like the McDonald's of people because you get you get a uh, something mm-hmm. and it stays the same for ten years. So is are Asians made out of McDonald's or is McDonald's made out of Asian people? <laughs> that's funny. It's really, but, but well, that's one. The joke I was thinking of. Somebody has I don't remember who it is, but they have a joke that goes along the lines of how Asian people don't age. How they go from like from the age of forty nine or from from like fifteen to forty nine, they always look like they're twenty. But then the second they turn 50, they look 130. Yeah, someone had that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, but, uh, which, is, which is weird, but it's the same. Black don't crack, Asians don't blazing. Asians hey. don't raisin. Raisin. Oh, oh come that's, on. That's pretty good. Come on. You should use that. Just care about that on the spot. Oh. Um, I'm sure everyone else has to. <laughs> Asians don't raisin. Because um, they wrinkle. Uh, anyway, well, Asians do. I mean, wrinkles. <laughs> Raisins wrinkle. Asians don't. You got it. We got it. We're all here. Um, I just love that movie. I thought the pacing was great. The, it was really good. It was. Like, uh, I, I wanted. I. I liked the fact that it was like uh, the movie was like beating the shit out of me. Yeah. Where it's just like oh this and that and this and then you get also if you're in the a face. dad, uh, you're gonna cry your face off watching this movie. Did you? I didn't. I almost. I could. I could feel where I would have if I was an emotional yeah, person. I could feel it. But um. But yeah. Like as a dad, I was. There's so many times in the movie I'm just like thinking of my daughter while watching that movie. Just, yeah. Because like she's already like I could already see it. She's already so text savvy. Like I said, I could see her being this person. But she can't she read. No, I'm kidding. She can read. <laughs> she can read. Um, oh God. But yeah. So Garrett, after seeing it, let's give this baby a rating. Well, I really liked the ending and the twist and everything like that. And uh, it was feel good, happy. What's a twist? Nine. Nine. Give it a nine. Um. A nine uh, window startup sounds. Or however the fuck it sounds. It's not even close to that. Yeah, Windows is just... No, that's Mac. That's Mac. Yeah. Also, it was cool. I really enjoyed when they shifted from Windows to Mac. Yeah. Because the father was using a Windows computer, and then whenever he got into his daughter's Mac, like the whole screen... The whole movie is essentially a computer no, he's, screen. No, he's using a Mac later. But, well, yeah, that's, that's her that's Mac. Hers. That's but her Mac. I think he still uses one. But his had, desktop is a Windows. Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought he had to go back on a Windows computer and open up his wife's. Well, that was the one that he was away. using. It was just he went back to this, the profile screen. Because oh. the wife, the d- father, and the daughter all had profiles, but then the daughter had her own Mac. Yeah. But okay. the daughter wasn't using her profile on the computer. But that doesn't make sense, though, because he has, like, a an iPhone. Yeah. So he'd have to have an iPhone computer to have all those, the FaceTime I think you could still, you could still uh, link iPhones to any computer. I'm on pretty a sure. Windows? I'm pretty sure. With the FaceTime? He was definitely using Windows on it. We might have to see this movie again. Just We're going to have a letter. sequel episode. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, Garrett, you gave it a nine. I'm going to give this movie a uh, big old fat nine as well. Nine. Uh, nine Macintosh. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it. I think it's a fucking fantastic movie. Um, I liked it a lot. So, yeah, uh, next week. We don't know what we're doing yet next week. Uh, like C- to- we might have to take a week off. Why? I got some projects to do, man. But... Yeah, what is next week? I don't know. Like the fan page. We'll put it on the fan page so you know what we're doing next week. Um, we'll figure it out, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Uh, like all of our crap, subscribe to our stuff, download our things. Uh, give us that sweet, sweet love, you guys. I love you all. I 
don't share love as easily as Garrett does. That's all right. I love you, bud. <laughs> um, uh, I'm Mike Logan. <laughs> I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that I love too much. All right. <laughs> that was great. It was great. All right.